Yeah, man. I I uh, I know that this is uh, is going to touch some people the wrong way. So my plan for this this uh, this particular podcast would be uh, like a uh, a two-parter. I'm not going to post it right away, um, and it might we might go back over and and redo it because um, there might, there might be a verdict or, or something new. We got to update, right? But I right. know that, but you know, just polling, asking people for an opinion has been a hot button issue today. Like uh, me personally, I, I went into uh, the store and, and the police were there already. Like they had a plan because apparently somebody online let it out that, you know, they were gonna do a, a organized gathering and be at some Target stores. For some reason, because it got them national news coverage, honestly. Yeah. You know, um, I know in Minneapolis they said that they attacked the Yard because they they know they support local law enforcement. Uh, it was around the corner from the governor, uh, stuff like that. But I want to I want to start with some background, George. Because I mean, the, the reason why we're having this podcast is George Floyd. Right. First of all, I want to know: Did you did you actually watch the video? Oh yes, I watched it from every angle, every shot that was taken, uh, even the audio without the video. You know, I, I I've been all in on it. All right, and and you and your thoughts, like so so you know the story, the background, why the police were there to, to apprehend him and all that. Yeah, uh, allegedly he was writing or forging a check or or using a counterfeit dollar bill or something like that. You know, none of that shit has been confirmed, at least not from what I've heard. And they showed up to arrest him or, or check him or some shit. You know, that that's where they're saying it stemmed from. Okay, and and so that's where I want to start with the first part of my opinion, because hearing that there was a forgery of some kind, like you said, could have been a dollar bill, could have been a check. I see forgeries every single day. I'm, you know, yep. I'm, on the, I'm on the front end of a cigar store. Uh, yeah, they, they, we, we, we are counterfeit, you know, protection. You know, we get, we're insured for any counterfeit, right? But yep. you run the pen across. If it's counterfeit, you give it back to the guest. Be like, you got another way to pay. We can't accept this bill. It's not yep. passing, you know. Yep. But you, but there at, at no point in time will we ever make an apprehension off of counterfeit. Nor would you uh, call the police for somebody who's doing fraudulent stuff. Like, I mean, that's just not something that retail establishments usually do, in my opinion, right? And and I have a very narrow opinion because I work for a lot of that's company, but still, it didn't make any sense to me that they would call the cops for somebody, you know, writing a bad check. Right. right. So, so continue. So, the police show up for this, and then what do you see on the video? Yeah. So, the first video, I mean, the video that I seen was he, like he was already in his car when the police pulled him over, and they pulled him out of the car. So there's some there's some sort of false narrative that's floating around out here that that he was resisting arrest and that's why they had to restrain him whatever the case may be. But from the videos I've seen, um, they pull him out the car. Of course, you know he's 
you can see him questioning, like, yo, what you pulling me out the car for? Why you talking to me? Blah, 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 blah. This is sort of conversation. There's no audio because uh, the camera is coming from one of the local store's um, security cameras that, that are pointing outside. So until we get the police body cam, we're not going to hear exactly, you know, the words that were exchanged as he was coming out the car. But I don't care if he was telling the cop that he was going bend him over, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and stick it in him. You know, uh, you know, he, he well, I don't care what he said. He pulled the dude out, handcuffed the guy, and led him to the sidewalk next to the building and sat him down and was still talking to him. Like, the dude didn't shake, he didn't, he didn't bob and weave, he didn't headbutt, he didn't spit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude looked peaceful, but he looked, of course he looked irritated because, right, you know, right. any, any man, you know, whatever background he is, got handcuffs on his hands, of course he's gonna be irritated and pissed off and embarrassed because he's in public and people walking up and down the street and he's on the damn curb, you know, I mean, not a curb, but sitting on the side of a building, handcuffed on his ass, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so we're at the point where you know I'm I'm with you on that video, sitting on the curb. Um, how did it escalate from there? Like, okay, so now this is where it gets a little 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 tricky, a little shaky. Right. So they're talking to him, and then they lift him up. They get him. They get him to his feet, right? And then they, they lead him away. So once they lead him away, it gets out of that camera angle. So there's no video that shows directly from them leading him away to the other side of the car once he gets thrown down to the ground. There's no video, at least that I haven't seen, that shows when he actually gets tackled to the ground. So when he gets tackled to the ground, that's when it picks up from bystanders, passerbys that pull out their cell phone camera. Okay, and, and the passerbys camera is clear. Like the, the officer's knee is in the neck. Of, of oh yeah! At that point. Oh yeah! 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 The, the, the dude is literally like, like he has one knee in his back, the other knee on his neck, mm-hmm. and the motherfucking cop has his hands in his pockets, like just just chilling on this dude's neck. So what I will say though is, from the from the longest video, and, the, and I guess we want to quote unquote call this the main video, uh, you know, you only can see the two cops. You see the white cop that's uh, got his knees on the on the dude's neck and the dude is like moaning and groaning and saying, you know, my back hurt, my neck hurt, my dick hurt, you know, my hips hurt. He kept saying everything. And I'm like, yo, this dude is, what? Well, at first, I'm not gonna lie to you, at first I thought the dude was bugging. I thought he was high on some PCP or some shit because he was talking about his dick hurt and his hip hurts and his, you know, and I'm thinking like, yo, there's only one cop on you, you know what I'm saying? And then the other cop, the Asian one, was doing crowd control telling people to back up and blah, 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 right? Right, right? But then later, later, some pictures came out showing the opposite angle from the back where you see two other fucking cops holding the dude down from his waist down and the other cops, like, they both laying on his hips and laying on his legs so the dude can't get up. So it was three of them that's restraining the dude physically and the fourth asshole is, is doing crowd control. All right. And, and this is and this is a disturbing scene because at one point he says, "Please don't kill me," like uh, right. He he can't he can't breathe, and he's like, "Please don't kill me." Right before he loses consciousness, right. Right. So right. all all in total, we got we got um, five minutes of a police officer on top of his neck, as as far as I, you know. The other cops, I don't know at what point if they let go or not, but they said five minutes 
the officers. Actually, name. it was longer than that. You think? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a little over eight minutes that the dude was was just hanging on his neck. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you 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 don't know if it was constant pressure or not, but it doesn't matter, motherfucker. You just hang on the on the dude's neck. And, you know, then he started taunting the crowd. They started talking shit to the crowd. And then he started taunting the dude. He's telling him, to, he's yelling at him, telling him to get up and, and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, you already got him, you already got him restrained. You got him under control. There's really no reason for you to just hang out, just chilling with all your body weight on this dude's head, on this dude's neck. So, so in your opinion, over, over the last, uh, it, I'm, I'm a, I'm a do, uh, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll include uh i'll start with trayvon martin right okay uh, in your opinion over the last seven eight years uh has it gotten worse with uh i mean people of color being harassed by the police no as it hasn't gotten worse it's always been bad you know what i'm saying i mean will smith said it himself he said you know racism isn't getting worse it's just being filmed you know, and everybody has the ability to see it now in real time. You know what I mean? So, no, it, 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 it should been like this. You know what I'm saying? It's just okay. now we have quicker access to it and the, the outrage, you know, happens a lot faster than it was back in the day. And, and to you, I, you know, like, I don't know whether it hits home, you know, uh, I, I have a son, you know, I'm thinking about that, you know, as he as I'm watching this. But this guy was 46 years old. And it doesn't stop. There, there's no, you know, you got you got the Trayvon Martin example, and then you have, you know, uh, George F- Floyd. Uh, I don't know where it start stops, but what I what I want to know is kind of where do we start? If 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 seeing that video makes you sick to your stomach, it's not enough to uh, sit on your couch and, and or do, even do what we're doing. It's not enough to talk about it. Like, what, what's the next step there? Like for you? Well. <sighs> You know, <laughs> it's hard, man. You see this shit all the time, man. And I, I experienced a little, little run-in with the cops a few times back in my day. You know, and if we have some time, you know, we could talk about my little thing. But you know, um, I started to get numb from it, man. I started to get numb because you see shit on social social media all the time. Somebody getting slapped around. Somebody getting harassed. Somebody getting hemmed up over some stupid shit and, and, and the police just being overbearing for no reason. You know, you see this shit all the time and, and, and you just get numb from it. But this one right here, you know what I'm saying, kind of hit a, 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 a new level of anger, a new level of pain that I haven't had in a while. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, it was just so vicious. You know what I'm saying? It was just so cold, man. It was just like, you know, like, it was like a, just a dick move from the cop to just fucking just sit there on him, man. Like, like you know, you just you just hanging out on this motherfucker. And even after, even after they find, the paramedics finally show up and more cops show up, right? And now they're moving the body. They're trying to put the body on the gurney or whatever. They still wasn't even holding, supporting the guy's hand, holding his neck. They just kind of whipping the body around. Like, I mean, they knew he was dead already, but they kind of just flinging his body around like it wasn't shit. And it was like, yo, that shit, you know, set me to a whole different zone. You know what I'm saying? And if I wasn't a father of three and had a lot on the line, you know what I'm saying, maybe, you know, I would have went out and, and, and would have been looking for something, you know, stupid to get into. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's, it's, that, it's that level 
it, 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 it just, just takes you to another level of anger and just, just pain, man. You, you know, just to see someone just lose their life like that and just to be taunted. And, and, and you know deep down, because I know deep down, they're going to fight this thing. And if they do get found guilty, if it even goes to trial, because we don't even know guaranteed it's, it's going to trial, because they haven't even, haven't even arrested or charged these motherfuckers yet. Right? So we don't even, so there's no even no guarantee they can go to trial. And if they do go to trial, and if they're, if they're found guilty, you know, there's no guarantee that they're going to do any real time. You know what I'm saying? Because we see this shit over and over again. And I, and I want to timestamp that because, you know, I'm not sure when I'm airing this, uh, but today is May 28th, uh, 2020. And uh, it's the night, it was well, the night after the night where we saw uh, looting going on in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, yeah. They, they burned the yard door to the ground. Um, and, and, and this is, this is my, uh, and, and I'm, in, I'm in conflict with this because uh, there was a, uh, a liquor store owner, owned a business, right? A small business, you know? Uh, and he just happened to be close to the governor's mansion in uh, Minneapolis. And he lost thousands of dollars in product last night because they, uh, they smashed it in and they yep. took whatever liquor they wanted, right? Yeah. And, and then they're, we're, we're, they're filming in the morning because they're filming this liquor store and I'm, and I'm watching this news report. They're filming. And as they're filming, people are driving by like, we'll be back. We'll be back tonight. Yeah. As they're yeah. boarding up the liquor store, you know, and this is a small business owner. It has nothing to do with it you know, is, is not the reason that a, a man is dead. Um, and, and it just, it, it did something to me, man. You know, honestly, I, I don't understand it. You know, they are, it's a big corporation. They're going to recover. No, no, no problem. Yeah, they got insurance. They'll be all right. They will be a hundred percent. Okay. But the little man in this case, this, you know, this, uh, small business owner of this liquor store, I mean, you could say he's winning in, in the COVID of it all. But still, like, to have his establishment rushed for no reason, and then for people to be as callous as they are, saying we'll be back to get more tonight, you know, like as as their a news film crew is there to catch it, like in action, and they're boarding the stuff, they're, they're boarding up the place because they don't know what to expect. They don't want another boulder through the window. Right. As a small business owner yourself, like, kind of unpack that for me real quick. What about? Uh, and, and they did it with, and I'll, and I'll preface Freddie Gray real quick, Freddie Gray in Baltimore, like that yep. led to a, they lost their minds out there and be more. in their own neighborhood. Yeah. They, they attacked stores in their own neighborhood. Now, you know, I, again, CVS, the big stores, that's, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, like you said, it invokes an emotion and you go out and you want to do something stupid, right? Yeah. Um, but I want I want to talk about because you're a small business owner. Yeah. Know, talk talk about that impact real quick and, and what that looks like. And then if that is even a way to make change, like what is that about? So let me talk about the looters first before I get into the small business owner. Um yeah, and, and I've been arguing arguing back and forth with people on uh social media all day about this because you know, you know, people are getting lost in the reason why people are upset and looting, you know, and, you know, and they want to focus on those folks that are, that are committing those criminal acts. Now, 
everything that I'm about to say is not in support of the looters. I'm not condoning their actions. You know, their actions are criminal and, it, you know, it's not being a good citizen and, and it's just tearing up uh, their towns. But people are pissed off. People are upset. You know what I'm saying? And when when you reach this level of, you know, piss offity, you know, I'm just making up words now, you know, uh, and, you know, these police, you know, everywhere throughout the country get away with this type of shit. People are tired, man. People are just pissed off and they're upset and they just, you know, their emotions take control and they, and they do, you know, for lack of a better word, they do dumb shit, you know, and People say, oh, well, well, why don't you go to the white neighborhoods? Why don't you go to the cop's house and protest in front of that? Look, when these things are happening, let's be realistic here, okay? You're at the moment of anger, you know, high level of emotion. You're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking about mobilizing, organizing, and let's go march way out to the suburbs of freaking Minneapolis to go to that police officer's house, if you even know where he lives at. Right. But let's say you do. You, no one's thinking about doing all of that. You know, everything's happening at that moment. You know what I'm saying? No one's thinking clearly. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think, you know, even the looting part, I don't believe, you know, when this dude was killed on video, somebody immediately said, oh, yeah, we're going to loot Target tonight. No, mm. people are pissed off of what took place. People are pissed off by the lack of action by the, um, the county uh, attorney that's supposed to be charging these guys, the mayor's is pressing to charge these guys with a crime. You know, they're waiting for that to take place. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so it's like, you know, people are pissed off. Nothing's happening. So like, all right, I got to do something. I'm mad. They grab a rock, grab a brick. Boom. There goes a window. You know what I'm saying? And that just sets off a chain reaction. And not everybody's like, oh, one rock goes in, another rock goes in. You know, because I'm watching the videos. Um, before they even started looting, they were they were pelting the police with with bricks and rocks and water bottles, busting out the police cruisers' windows. I'm surprised the police ain't open fire on them. You know, I'm su- I'm surprised. But they knew they know better because they 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 train for uh, riot control and all that. You know, so it, right. they know that in that situation, the best thing to do is just to retreat and, and, and set up some sort of defensive line or, or perimeter or whatever they want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. They're looting, and yes, they are targeting certain places, you know, because then you have, actually, let me go back, you know, they're releasing their emotion, whether it's through cursing at police officers, throwing things, breaking stuff. Once again, not to say that I condone it and that it's okay, right. but that's what people do, you know, when they're this at this level of being upset, this level of hurt, this level of anger, and that's how they release it, you know what I'm saying? And the stores and the local residents and, and and they unfortunately fall victim to this. Now, I don't believe that someone said, you know what, let's just hit up that liquor store because I don't like it. I think it was just a chain reaction. They hit the one store, then they they bum rush that store, and then they hit the one next to it. And, and once that store is empty, they hit the one next to it, and then somebody might have come up with the right idea to 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 target another store. Like I saw one video where you know, the kids was like, yo, let's go hit up Foot Locker. Let's go hit Foot Locker. But by the time they were talking about that, that's because they already ransacked They already ransacked the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? Now they're just looking for more stuff to get because they, now they're seeing the criminals stealing stuff and people getting free shit and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's just a chain reaction. So I, I would like to separate those looters 
from those that are emotionally upset and made the wrong decision to bust things up, you know, in their way of coping with the BS that's going on with these police officers. Now, for that small business owner, man, it is super, super duper unfortunate for them because I had my store recently broken, broken into. And I mean, like seriously, and, and people not, may not believe this shit, but it was on some fucking uh, barbershop type shit. Like motherfuckers bust through my main um, door, glass door, and tried to freaking break into ATM machine. I mean, they, they did some work on the ATM machine, but they couldn't get it open and they didn't get to the security box where the, where the cash was at before they ran away. You know what I'm saying? And that happened ironically, or coincidentally, whatever the best word is, that happened the day after or the night of the best day of sales that I ever had at that store. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the money that it took for me to fix uh, the the broken glass doors, you know, took away all the profit that I made from that one day. You know what I'm saying? So that hurt. I I didn't really lose any money. You know, that put me in the hole, but I lost the profit that I made that day right. because all that money had to go into repairing the glass door. That, that shit ain't cheap. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? No, no doubt. So, no doubt. so, and that's just one glass door. I don't, I didn't own the uh, ATM machine, so I didn't really lose anything with that. Um, the ATM machine company came and they took it to handle that. But, I mean, for a liquor store to get ransacked, and all that liquor that they pay for or, or that they're accounted for, you know what I'm saying, that's gone and, and the cost of repairs and repair the doors or the windows that they have broken, that's just expensive, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on the insurance, you know, that deductible ain't no joke. And then they might get dropped from their, from their carrier, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it has, you know, so it's, it's, you know it's, it's, it's a tough thing for the small business owner, you know what I'm saying? Now, me personally, and then I, you know, um, Send it back to you. Yeah. Is liquor store? I don't give a damn about damn liquor store. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, from a different perspective, and we can talk about this maybe in the first in, a, in another show, another uh, cast. But that liquor store is uh, is what I'm looking for. Feeding that anger, that that level of pain, that level of uh, of not you know having a clear mind you know, in a time like this, you know what I'm saying? Because people are going out, they they drunk, they high, they whatever, they pissed off, you know what I'm saying? That liquor store right there at the corner has been feeding this poison to these people all the time anyway, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I, my heart ain't really feeling for that for that liquor store owner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it was something else, you know, some other, like another, re, you know, another small retailer, maybe maybe even a coffee shop, maybe, maybe a mom and pop coffee shop, you know what I'm saying? They got hit. You know what I'm saying? That's not really, you know, putting poison into the community, whatever the case may be, got hit. You know, my heart would definitely go out to them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, you put your yeah. heart and soul into this place. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you're barely able to pay your rent to the land, landlord. And now you got some random, you know, knuckleheads, you know, bust up your shop and, and take everything that you own. You know, that, that, that shit's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I want to touch on that because... I I watched this video, so I watched the the Target video first, right? And I'm and I'm watching uh, human behavior, and you know it, it basically looked like somebody was shooting a rap video in the destruction of the Target 
yeah. in front of the store. It also looked like, uh, you know, a mother of I don't know how many was running out with a TV, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I want to be careful because I understand emotion. What I don't understand is criminal behavior, you know. Uh, sure, yeah. Stealing, I mean, stealing is stealing, no matter what you do it in the name of, you know. And I, I agree 100%. So, so I want to be careful there. And then, to me, it didn't say anything about, like, George Floyd was lost in that. Right, absolutely. You know? and, 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 that's, and that's one of the biggest unfortunate parts because, you know, just like I mentioned before, you know, that's where the focus is getting lost now. You know what I'm saying? It's getting lost on, you know, George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the, the media, you know, the, 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 the Congress folks, you know what I'm saying, the naysayers, and that's all they're going to pick at. They're just going to pick at uh, the looters, you know what I'm saying? The people that were throwing rocks at the police. They, 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 they're just going to focus on those things instead of focusing on, on what actually triggered everything. You know what I'm saying? And it was the actions of those four gentlemen mm-hmm. that triggered it. And yes, they are the cause and are at fault for everything else that has taken place afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No. The looting, the, the all the criminal acts that have, that have taken place after, you know, the, the, the initial death of Mr. Floyd yeah. is absolutely wrong, 100%. But that shit don't happen just on a regular basis. It ain't like, it ain't like motherfuckers just randomly say, hey, yo, let's go fucking uh, loot Target. That doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, something has to spark, you know, has to light that fucking, ignite that fire in someone mm-hmm. to, to, for that shit to fucking happen. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I, I come back to like, just wanting to be more organized, more cerebral with our protests, you know, I, I feel like our reaction is to fuck shit up, you know, uh, I, I know they rioted in DC. I remember that, you know, I, I remember hearing about that, you know, cause that was my father's time. Um, yeah. And I, and I remember that riot in Baltimore, you know, my wife was coming home from school that day that they were, they were fucking it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just, I just wish there was like more brain power behind the outrage. So, so one of the perspectives I got today was from your hero. Okay. Mr. Cuff, Mr. Bradshaw Cuff, right? Like he, um, he thought that maybe we should think about like bankrupting them for life. The, the, the four involved, take them to civil court. Why, why can't the power, why can't we, you know, as, 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 a, as a, a black majority, uh, get the best lawyers in the, in, in the world and just take them to court? They will. They will. What's going to happen? Well, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, they, they will do that. They, they, the, the, the four gentlemen aren't, aren't going to pay their money directly. It's not going to happen. But the city's going to pay for it, Right. The city's going to pay the, mm. the, the mother or whoever, you know, a million dollars, right? Yeah. Because what he, what he probably potentially could have earned in his lifetime, whatever, right? Yeah. And it's going to, and ultimately taxpayers are going to pay for that shit. But what happens is, or, or what I should say is what doesn't happen is it doesn't set the precedent. It doesn't set or doesn't put a, a, a warning, you know, out to other police officers and other, you know, districts. You know, another municipalities. It doesn't do that. And I think that's why you hire the best. 
you, you hire the best lawyers to go after these. You don't, you don't just go after the, the four officers involved. You go after the police department. You know, you go after the chain of command. Well, now you're talking about going after the Justice Department, because that's, that's right. ultimately who, who they all fall under. You know what I'm saying? But they've been doing that. They've been doing that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing that. So, like, they, they, they've been protesting, right? You know, Kaepernick is taking his knee, get, get, got all kinds of, you know, attention from it. You know what I'm saying? To the point where the damn president is talking about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, I mean, like, what needs to happen, you know, is, and, and this is going to sound easy, and it is easy, but we just, we just got to do it, you know, and it's not going to be what people want to hear is we as black people, other minorities, have to come together. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We only come together in times like this. Right. Right. It was it was easy for them it was easy for the motherfuckers to mobilize and get all together and go in the streets and yell and sing chants and, and burn shit. That was easy. You know, but after all this is said and done, a week or two from now, right? When everything is settled in, because the mayor, uh, or not the mayor, uh, the governor called in the damn National Guard. So the National Guard is out there tonight, and that's probably going to chill everybody out, right? You know, but a week or two from now, once everything is all said and done and, and, and kind of fizzled out, then what? We waiting on this trial. You know what I'm saying? But we still going back doing the dumb shit that we've been doing against each other. You know what I'm saying? The reason why they can keep doing this to us because we won't come together and we won't support each other and that's economically that's that they're going educationally i mean it's, it's just so many you know we won't do that you know what i'm saying because you know i i saw this article and I, and I told you this before um i i can't remember if it was an article that i read or a video i've seen i can't remember mm -hmm. but and i'm a, i'm an economics guy I, I got my econ degree from university of maryland college park you know, so I, I'm always thinking economically with everything that's happening in the world. I think economics, you know, runs the world. Um, but I, I read an article that said that the, the spending power of black people is crazy, you know. And I'm going to go off topic for just a quick second. If you took every black person in America, right, and moved them to one state, let's say Georgia, right? Okay. Atlanta's there, you know, I've heard Atlanta's supposed to be the black capital of the United States, whatever, right? So let's say everybody, every black African-American, you know, moved to Georgia and we decided to secede from the union and become our own sovereign nation. You know, the amount of money that is spent amongst the black, black community is equivalent to the sixth largest country in Europe economically. Okay. That's a hell of a lot of money to be a minority in a superpower of the United States. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say this. Money controls almost everything. Money controls politicians. Definitely. Politicians are the ones who make the laws. You know what I'm saying? We need the laws to change to hold these police officers accountable. Okay. But we can't force these politicians to do shit because we don't have no control over these motherfuckers. They pan it to us every four years, right. you know, every two years, you know, to get into office. And once they finish pandering, they, you know, they pull out their fucking mama sauce out their purses and they and they dance the Trick Daddy songs on video and shit like that, right? Once they done doing that and they got our vote, they don't say nothing else. And then we can't control them. We're, we're still begging for them to, to do stuff for us, you know, okay. because we don't control shit. We don't have shit, you know. But if we... Uh, come together economically, now we start controlling shit. 
Now they like, oh, well, shit. Oh, you don't want to fucking uh, sign this bill, this crime bill or whatever to, to, for the benefit of black people? Guess what? Uh, I'm going to tell them all my black constituents don't vote for you. And we're not going to donate no money to your campaign. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers will change their tune real quick if we came together. But they call our bluff on the shit because motherfuckers don't come together. And I'll play devil's advocate there because motherfuckers can't come together. You know, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give you two examples. Um, I have a, a white uh, leader in my store uh, back three year, two years ago, I guess now. Uh, in, 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 and he was in an unfortunate accident. You know, uh, messed up his whole life, right? In a coma, uh, arm amputated, mm. probably, probably will never walk again. He had uh, so much overhead. He got this new, co- uh, new townhouse and, you know, he had a, a, a lot of overhead and, and, you know, Target was with him, of course, but uh, he still had to play that mortgage payment and his, his uh, family started a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. GoFundMe wasn't a normal GoFundMe. This is like a goal of $200,000. But, but he had that in three months. There were people that funded him in three months' time, and he made his goal, 200-some thousand. Yeah. No problem. Now, same, same situation. Uh, another employee, uh, another worker at, at the store, she was black, however. She, um, she worked for the store for probably about, I'll say about seven, eight years, right? Great, great worker, always on time, always showing up, you know. Uh, but she had some ill, she had some illnesses she was ignoring. She's out. GoFundMe starts. Goals a thousand dollars. It it started maybe eight months ago. It hasn't reached a thousand dollars yet. Yeah, I believe it. So so you know. In in a in an era where I've seen a, a a cake shop that denied a lesbian couple uh, a cake because yeah. you know they don't believe in that, and everybody panned that cake company for that, but then other people, you know, and acted that GoFundMe and they made their goal. They they got like a, a million dollars or something, you know, right. from GoFundMe because they because they were white, you know, and even even talking to my wife about the. Uh, the idea of your hero, Mr. Cuff, uh, she said that it doesn't matter because in the end, all they have to do is start a GoFundMe and America will fund that. White America will fund whatever to get yeah. the, the the burden off of those police officers and off oh, yeah, the will. police department. So, yeah, easy. So, so, so it doesn't matter if we band together because you know we are part of the have-nots tradition. No, but it, well, well, no, yes, we, we can, you know, because we can have some influence, you know what I'm saying? It will make it tougher. I'm not saying that our money will, will, will topple the white people's money if they band together. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. But we will have we will have some influence. And right now we have zero influence because we don't come together right. at all. So we, we just make it too easy. We're not even putting <laughs> up a fight. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and we just make ourselves look like animals the way we've been acting for the past couple of days. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we got to come together, man, and seriously come together. Seriously come together. Not, not that shit that we always talk about, you know, because we always talk about it and stuff like that, you know. I, I mean, beyond, 
beyond uh, supporting someone that's been hurt or, or dying or, 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 or a product of injustice. You know, I'm talking about everything from supporting their businesses, from supporting, you know, um, youth going to schools, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to networking where you, you hire black people, you know, creating your own businesses and stuff like that to, to hire more black people. That's where it starts, all, all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So when some shit like this pops off, by me saying we all should come together, it should be second nature because we're already doing it with 50 million other things. You know, so us coming together to support this particular situation should be second nature. It, it should be. And, and there should be a lot of, there, there's a lot of things that should be second nature, except for I see America has its effect. And it, at the end of the day, we're Americans. And what I mean by that is that I work in a place where they, you know, where I see, uh, I mean, they make $13 an hour, maybe 15 yeah. But I see those same ones, you know, buy a $1,000 phone, buy the, you know, the Jordans that you, you uh, preface, you know, you've talked about that before. You buy the yeah. you buy yep. the $1,000 phone, you buy these things, and your income doesn't match up to what you're purchasing. Is, is if that makes sense? I'm I'm trying yeah. to be I'm I'm treading a line here because you know I want to be sensitive to to people's situations. You want what you want when you want it, but it's an American ideal. And how powerful? I think that's, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I I mean, how powerful is is our dollar if we have people that won't give it to you because they want things? And I feel yeah. like that's a, a problem in our in our uh, culture. Absolutely is. It absolutely, it, it absolutely is. And that, that has come from just being disenfranchised, you know, since slavery, you know, to the point where, you know, uh, we're all fighting for little scraps. And the moment my, my scrap is a little bit better than yours, I just want to show it off and put you down. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, hey, hey, let me, let me, let me tear off a piece of this scrap so we both can have scraps together and both shine. You know what I'm saying? You know, but nah, nah you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. So. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so it's like, it's like, you know, we have been, we, the, the foot has been on our, on our necks, you know, sorry for the pun, but have been on our necks for over, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years to the point where it's like, all right, we got a little something like, I, I got to show it off. I got to have this, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to take, a, I think it's going to take a couple more generations, you know, uh, of folks to come together and start building together to, so, to slowly walk that back. We're, we're not, we're not quite there yet where it's like, you know, that $300 pair of Jordans is not that important to me but I should take that $300 with your $300 and five other people's $300 and, and start a company and, and, and build upon that. Because if you see the rich people, rich people ain't walking around wearing Jordans. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They, they're walking around wearing pro kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they're not wearing $800 Gucci belts. You know, they wearing freaking, you know, khakis from fucking Walmart or fucking Target. Right. You know, you know, you understand know what I'm saying? We doing that because we, we, our self esteem is so low that the moment we get a little something, something we, you know, to make ourselves feel better and to make ourselves look better from the other people that aren't technically in the same position of us. You know, what I'm saying? like me growing up, I grew up in, in 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 PG County. We talked about this in the previous cast. All of us in the neighborhood was poor. 
All of us is poor. But shit, you wouldn't know it. Because motherfuckers coming to the core of Fresh George on their feet, but we living in these raggedy-ass apartment buildings. You know what I'm saying? I know I have friends of mine that, you know, three generations of their family live in the same apartment complex, in the same building, same door number. You know what I'm saying? You mean to tell me three generations didn't think about buying a house yet? <laughs> and I know, and I know I'm veering off, you know what I'm saying? No, no, but that no, just, that's exactly, that's exactly. Yeah, but that just paints a picture, right, it paints a picture of, of how messed up of a people we are, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, it's, it's hard for us to come together. It's like, yeah, I don't want to come together with you because you're going to look better than me. I don't want to look not as good as you and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to share anything, right. you know. It's like crab in the, in the barrel mentality, you know what I'm saying? You know, but it, it's, it's, it just takes, and you mentioned it earlier, it, it takes a voice. We need a voice, you know what I'm saying? We need someone that's going to be a leader, that's going to stand up there, that people are going to respect and follow, you know what I'm saying, and believe and be like, all right, you know, you know what, let's listen to this dude, let's listen to this woman, you know what I'm saying? She's saying, let's do this, all right, you know what, bet. I ain't gonna buy them Jordans, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna take this money and put it into this black business that's in my neighborhood, and, and, and we're gonna protect it, you know what I'm saying? Just like in Barbershop, and I, and I hate to reference the movie, but just like in Barbershop when they was about to throw that uh, that, that liquor bomb into, into the barbershop, and, right. and old boy stood in front of that joint and was like, no, don't do, don't you do it, you know what I'm saying? And he, and he sent him away, you know? Yeah, I remember. That's what, see, and, you know, and I don't know how true this is, but, but going back to Minneapolis, you know, in some of the videos I've seen, you know, people were upset that the black businesses got hit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And my concern is if we knew those were black businesses, if they truly were, I don't know if they were or not. Why did we have anybody like, like on barbershop standing in front of the building saying, don't do this? You know, don't, this is a black owned business. Don't, don't burn this one down. You know, that's where we're missing. You know how big of an impact that would have been if the, the news crew, CBS, NBC, whoever, CNN, would have rolled through Minneapolis and they said, damn, the whole town, the whole city got burned to the ground except for these five black shops. That's powerful, right? <laughs> right. Man. I, I, you know, I, I'm with you on that. I, I think that... Uh... I think that we need to process stuff before we do it. And, and you know, by, by reacting out of pure emotion. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I feel like it's, it's brought up in every Kung Fu flick I've ever seen. When you yeah. fight with emotion, you're going to lose. Yeah. When you fight with tactics, you're going to win, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and we don't have any tactics. We don't, we don't ever think about coming together. We don't ever think about... Uh, using our brains to bring about change. And, and that's a sensitive subject for me because it's not fair. Uh, maybe I don't have enough skin in the game. Maybe I don't have enough invested in, in us to say it like that. Uh, but I just feel like there are always ways we can get uh, more, of a, more, more of the attention because like I said, that, that, that optic of looking at that woman carry out those TVs from Target, like she had two in her basket as yeah. she was leaving the store, it doesn't say anything about George Floyd. It doesn't say a damn thing about him. Yeah. It just it talks about her greed and her need for whatever she could grab on her way out. Yeah. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on, on looters or anything like that. I just, I, but, I, but I was looking for something that we could do 
you know, something in, in, in my everyday life that I could say, hey, look, I'm working toward this so my son don't have to deal with it, you know? So he doesn't have yeah. to be stopped for no reason. I, I, and, you, and you talked about this earlier. You said that you had your own run-in with the police, uh, yeah. your own things, right? And I remember yeah. my, 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 my pops coming home one night, like he had gotten... I don't know. He got swarmed by the police in D.C. He had a he had a he had a partnership meeting in D.C. and he had a Toyota Cressida and un, unmarked police. They they were plain clothes. They came in the car. They slammed him. You know, they treated him nasty. And they just said, hey, you match the description of. That's you what know, they say. That's, yep. <laughs> you match the description. of. So basically, he was a black man in the neighborhood at the time. They didn't have to identify themselves or anything. Right. And, 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 you know, my dad's a different type. So right. he was calm. He was cool. He was collective. But they slammed him. They busted his face. You know, mm-hmm. like they did things to somebody who was compliant. Right. And this is like early 90s. So, you know, we're, 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 we're at the point where now it's videotaped. And you're right. It hasn't gotten worse. It's just, you know, we're, we're taping it. Right. But, yeah, they busted him up. And they say, oh, yeah, he was driving a car in D.C. Not a Toyota Cressida, which was super rare because who has a Cressida? You haven't even right. heard that version of a car. No, right, right. stopped him because he was a black man in, in the neighborhood. And that was the description. And so, you know, when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about, you know, being a student at Lincoln and, and going to the, the liquor store because I'm 21 for, you know. And, and we're getting liquor, we're buying liquor, and then we go to the grocery store to uh, get mixers, because that's what you do. We right. bought the liquor. The liquor store owner, who was white, in, in, in Lincoln, Pennsylvania, called the cops on us, said we stole. Yeah. Had no proof, zero proof. We didn't steal, we bought the liquor, I showed the receipt, but I still got handcuffed and put in the back of that vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they still thought I was a subject. They came in the grocery store to get us that day, and I was handcuffed in the back of the vehicle. And I'll never forget that feeling because they went after my roommate at the time, too. And they said, we went in that store, and we definitely sold that Grey Goose. We, we definitely stole it. Then, after I give my statement, the, the liquor store owner somehow magically says something about, oh, yeah, they took it off the shelf to look at it and then they put it back. Yeah. You know, I mean, know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, anyway, that you know, that those those are my my examples of it's always been there, you know, it's 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 always underlying, but what are we doing about it? Like, you know, what 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 things are we putting in place to make sure those things don't happen or when they happen they're given the light that they need to be given. You know, instead of this darkness, because all I see is that lady carrying those TVs out. And I'm thinking, what does that have to do with anything? So I, I, I'll right. give it over to you. What, you know, what, what examples were you talking about when you say you had your run-ins? So uh, this had to been, oh, man, I mean, way back in the day. I don't want to date myself, but uh, probably 2002, maybe. No, 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 no. To, yeah, maybe maybe one oh two. Uh, University of Maryland, me and my boys was at, um, we were at on Route 1, you know, hanging out, partying, you know, we weren't drinking, 
we weren't smoking. We were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were actually getting ready to go to um, that on Bentley's um, okay. to get a drink. <laughs> and we yeah, and we um, pulled up to the park a lot. Right. And, well, let me go back. So it was it was four of us. I'm the only one that actually uh, was going to school at, at Maryland, right? Okay. I have a man and Jeff with me, right? I don't want to say his last name because Jeff is, you know, popular now, you know. But Jeff was with me, and uh, it was two other youngers. One one dude that I, that I really recently just met around my neighborhood, and he brought his boy with him. So it was, it was four of us. And uh, Jeff drove, right? Jeff had his grandmother's uh, Lincoln Continental, all creamy white drink, you know, sitting on some some clean rims or whatever, right? All right. You know, she, you know, she she was you know slightly older, so she wasn't driving it no more. So you know he was you know we rode around you know in style that drink. Right. Anyway, pulled up to the parking lot, got out the drink, and this is where we first, this is where we made our first mistake. Mm-hmm. We saw these four white girls, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know. I know, man. I know. I know. I know. So all these four white girls, right. they were obviously inebriated. We don't know if they were drunk, if they were high, maybe they were kind of a combination of both. I don't know. Okay. All I know is um, a man from the neighborhood started rapping to one of them. They were like, yo, y'all trying to come back to our place and party some more? We like, yep, bet. Right? So they hopped in their car. We hopped in our car. Right? So we following them. So if you know anything about College Park, Route 1 um, the median that separates the northbound from the southbound is real big. The median is, I mean, uh, median is about maybe three, four inches high. You know, these bitches were so drunk. These bitches, you know, bumped on top of the median, went onto incoming traffic, bumped back over into regular traffic, just driving all crazy. And if anybody else knows anything about University of Maryland, the police mm-hmm. at Maryland is insane. You know, we had a couple riots on campus after winning the national championship or after beating Duke in a big game, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so the police presence was always heavy on the weekends in Maryland, right? So I've been pulled over many times for many just dumb shit on campus. But anyway, so this chick is driving all erratic, all crazy, and I'm telling Jeff, like, yo, Jeff, yo, don't drive too close to these chicks. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, the cops are out here, you know, we don't want to get hemmed up, you know. Right. Or, you know. So... They turn on campus. Uh, they driving up North Campus and shit. Uh, we follow them behind them, and we seen a cop, right? If you know anything about University of Maryland, right in the center of campus, there's a huge roundabout with a big letter M. Yep. So the cop was sitting at one of the um, intersections into that letter M turnabout. Um, the girl drove on the fucking letter M in the damn grass, running over the damn yellow and, and red roses on the letter M. Rolled over that joint and kept going up, up, up campus. I was like, yo, they definitely getting pulled over. The cop didn't even move. Didn't even move, right? The moment we went around the, the roundabout, the cop got right behind us. We were like, oh, shit, right? We, all of us in there panicking. Right, like right. calm down, we do shit. Calm down, we ain't do shit. We all right, just relax, right? Okay. Do the speed limit. The speed limit is ten miles per hour on campus. Stop at every stop sign. Don't play around, right? So Jeff is following, you know, following the rules, blah blah. blah. The cops still behind us, tailgating us, right? The white girls left us. They kept going fast. They gone. We can't find them no more. We just gave up on that mission. 
The cops still behind us. Everybody in the car panicking. I'm like, look, Jeff, just pull over into the daggone parking lot, and uh, we'll get out. All right. Um, we parked over there by uh, the architecture building. If you remember where that shit's at. I do. Yep. We park over there. The moment we we pull into the parking lot, lights come on. Like, oh, here we go. Right. Here we go. They get on a megaphone and yell for all of us to get our hands up in the car. So all of us got our hands up in the car, touching the ceiling, whatever, right? Two minutes later, man, I swear it was like a scene off of Bad Boys, man. Cars, police cars come out of nowhere. Woo, woo, ah, woo. All this just pulling up. Even the bicycle cop on, on, on a bicycle rode up on us and all had their guns out. So we like, yo, what is the deal? Like, what the hell is going on? They call each of us out one at a time. You know, when it was my time to get out, I got out. They told me to walk backwards towards the voice. I walk backwards towards the voice. Next thing you know, I get tackled by this female cop. You know, she tackles me, puts me in a figure four eight lock, you know, puts the cuffs on me, you know, basically got me face down on the curb, right? Right. Questioning where we where we coming from, you know, who are we, blah, blah, blah. Searching us, patting us down, blah, 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 right? Right. Uh, of course, they didn't find nothing because we ain't had nothing. We ain't did nothing. They eventually, you know, put us all together, and then they tell us that, uh, yeah, there was a robbery on Knox Road in one of the apartments over there, mm-hmm. and by four African American men, and we fit the description. You know, of course, of course, of course, we fit the description. <laughs> driving, driving a white Lincoln Continental. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they ransacked my man's car because, you know, Jeff's grandmother had a ton of shit in the back of her trunk. So they tossed the damn trunk. Shit's everywhere. I, I got uh, students, my classmates. Now, let me put it in, in, in more perspective. University of Maryland at that time had about 30,000 students. Right, right. right. You can easily be in the classroom with like 200 other motherfuckers and and not know nobody the whole semester, right? If you was in a lecture hall, you know. Right, right. But of course, but of course that night, everybody that, that has ever seen me before on campus happened to walk past that scene that night, of course, and see me handcuffed, face down, you know, ass up on a motherfucking curb. You know what I'm saying? See me and recognize me. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm looking like a fucking criminal, and I haven't done shit, you know. So they let us go, and they say, take your asses home, you know, or you're going to get arrested again by somebody else if you get picked up, you know. So, of course, we went home, and, and that was that, you know. Okay. So, you know, but and one more thing, just on, on top of that, remember I mentioned that every student? So now when I'm going to class the following weeks, everybody and their everybody mama looking at me, pointing at me like, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the nigga that got arrested the other night. Not everybody looking at me sideways. Not everybody looking at me like I'm even, a motherfucking even Lee, Lee was looking at you man, like that? Man, telling you. Telling you. Ah. You know what I'm saying? You know, we I would be in fucking econ class, you know, you know, you know fucking econ 201 and shit. And, right. and it, it was only like three black people in the whole 200 person class anyway. Right. You know, and, and, and of course I walk in, everybody fucking moving away from me like I got the plague and shit. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous, man. But that shit happens to black people. All the time. Okay. And and, and I think I want to I want to make light of that. I want to you know. I want to say you know why don't we uh, get together and I don't 
you know what? Your 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 hero brought up something else. Uh, Bradshaw. He he um said why why don't we go to the police station and lock him in the joint? I mean, you wanna you wanna in the end, lock you who in there? huh? Lock who? Lock who? Lock, yeah, just chain the doors so they can't get out. All you want to do is bring attention. That would bring attention. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. It's nonviolent. Just chain the, do- chain the doors of the police department. You know. Uh, True. And, and you know, and and his idea before, I think, I think his idea was debunked by you know my wife. Unfortunately, she said you know, unfortunately, white America has an unlimited budget. They're gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna make those officers feel that pain financially. Right. Right. Oh yeah. There's no yeah. way. So you know I. But you're also dealing with unintelligent people too. So you see that idea of, of chaining a police door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like that that's that's too smart. That's too smart of an idea. Right. You know, no one's no one's thinking nowhere near that level at the moment. They're emotional, right? Right. And, right. And, and I'll bring that emotion to uh, 2005. Hurricane, was it Sandy? Was it? Uh, don't get me started. New Orleans? Is that? Oh, you're talking about Katrina. Katrina, Katrina, yeah. not Sandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so wouldn't you loot if you didn't have food? Of course. I mean, now you talking about my, you talking about my life is is on the line right now. Yeah, of course. Maybe yeah. needed food and you were stuck on the roof. Yeah. Right. Right. Hello. Right. Of course. Bye. That's that's Jay Z right there. I'm I'm gonna play that in this podcast when I go. <laughs> oh, <back. you> <laughs> Wouldn't you loot if you didn't have food? Of you course. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so they vilified Black America for that, you know. Right. Looting in the in the midst of that. And the white people were doing it too. Mm. They didn't videotape that though. No, of course not. No, it was all black. Yeah, they they, they didn't want to show those tapes. Mm 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 mm. And so, like, it was plenty of white people out there that uh, in Minneapolis too doing it. Plenty, plenty. I see. I've been watching the live uh, Twitter, uh, not Twitter. Uh, it might be Twitter. I don't know. You know, I'm too old. I don't care. Twitter. It's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing all the live videos, and they be white people out there doing the same shit. They in the stores too, you know. And I ain't talking about. And I maybe mean, I shouldn't say this, but I'm saying anyway. I don't care. You know, I ain't talking about the white trash folks either. I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about. You know, regular, you know, regular motherfuckers was in that drink. Right. You know, and I know I'm gonna get killed for that. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference between regular white person and white trash? You know, I know somebody gonna kill me for that, but but you know what I'm trying to say. You know, this 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 not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, now you leave yourself open. Are there African Americans and niggers? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas was out there stealing. Yo, these niggas, yo, I almost called you when I seen this shit, man. Right. These niggas had a fucking pallet. They had a pallet and they were stacking TVs on a pallet. And I'm like, yeah. And they had a pallet jack. So where do you get the pallet jack from? What are you going to the back room and pull a pallet jack out the back room of Target? Yeah. Had, I'm telling you, they literally had a pallet jack with a pallet with, with, with like six, seven TVs on it. Like, you know, even if, you, okay, you, they got it, we're going to roll all the way to your house with that shit. You know how heavy that shit is? You know how long it'll take you? Do what you got to do. Man, that, that TV ain't worth it, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you just, you, you know, 
You got fat out there while we all starved. <laughs> you forgot. You forgot that that uh, that that uh, rumble in your tummy. <laughs> Yo, they do what they got to do. A whole pallet. That pallet jack, jack got to go back to the projects. It got to go back to the projects. They're <laughs> gonna get it there. Oh man, uh, uh, I was like, these niggas got a fucking pallet jack, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. You dedicated to that movement, baby. You dedicated to that movement. So, I, so I want to put a big, uh, big bow on this. Um, what I'm saying in the end is, there's a better way, and that's, yeah, and that's super easy for me to say because I wasn't in the moment. Like, right. you know, I wasn't there seeing it live and could react. Minneapolis did that. They reacted, right? You know. So, so it's real easy for me to say in retrospect, um, there's a better way, but there's always a better way, man. I, you know, I, I, I pray for the time that we're not so reactionary. And I brought up that Freddie Gray shit because, you know, we tore up our own neighborhood in Baltimore. Freddie Gray? Yeah. And it said nothing about Freddie Gray. Matter of fact, shit didn't really, you know, turn out the way we thought it would. In that Freddie Gray. Film. All right, we thought that was a, we thought that was an easy okay. case. We thought that was easy. You know what I'm saying? Had the black had the black district attorney on the joint. She fine too, man. Woo. Listen. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would bring that up. <laughs> Besides all that, I mean, we thought that was we thought that was easy. You know, like set the table, let's go, celebrate. Let's do when it. that fell through, he was like, "Damn, like fuck." There's nothing there. There's nothing to do but something to do, right? So yeah. we have to challenge each other. I think I think a big part of it is uh, is challenging black culture, you know. Absolutely. You know. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we have to we have to challenge it. We can't just shut up. It, there's only so long that I can have uh, Reverend Al Sharpton and fucking uh, what's his name? God. What's the other one? Al Sharpton. What's the um, other one? um, yeah, I know you're talking about the Jesse the, the, Jackson. Yes. I wouldn't think about him, but okay, yeah, yeah. There's only so so long I can have Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton speaking for me because they speak from a time that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but and no one really listens to them anymore. They're they they're just, they, they're just they sound like Crash Bandicoots. Yeah, they. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just democratic pundits. That's 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 you know no no one really cares. You know what, what they got to say, man. It's, it's, I, you know, I, I need you know, somebody to talk to me in in sense. You know, if we need some talk, real. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. If if you want to talk uh, economics to me, I understand economics. I yeah. Understand the black dollar has power. Yeah. What I know is that we're trained to spend that black dollar. I know it every day. I oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you want to spend it frivolously? This. Yep. this Stimulus is example of it. You know, you want to spend yeah. it right away. Yeah. It yeah. burns a hole in your pocket because of what you desire. But right. if what we desire is cohesiveness, is togetherness, is for our sons not to die at yeah. the hands of police, you know, then we need real black leadership. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking to someone 
that is going to use the black platform to catapult themselves to where they want to be and then start doing shit for everybody else. And then black people become a second thought. You know what I'm saying? They don't even got to be political. You know what I'm saying? We just need someone that when they stand up and they put their dollars where their mouth is and challenge the community, like really challenge, you know, and, but, but then, then they stay true to it. You know what I'm saying? Because we got plenty of, we got plenty of people that got money, man. And everyone that has money is not a leader, right? Oh. But you got plenty of people that got money that could finance certain shit in the community and really you know, do something for our people and bring pride back to our people. And I don't want, and I'm just going to put LeBron James in because he has a lot of money. Uh, and he, and he, and he, no, 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 no disrespect to LeBron. No, you know, no, no, no disrespect to LeBron at all. You know, because, you know, he set up that, that, that school up in, up in uh, Ohio. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, but we need more than that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's good. For him, that's good. You know what I'm saying? But we have so many others Mm. that they can just combine their money, combine their influence, mm-hmm. and really rebuild the community. Not at, a, not at a business advantage for themselves, but for the community. Now, ultimately, people can do whatever they want with their money. I got it. You know, don't get me wrong. You know? but, but people come out all the time, like Diddy came out challenging Joe Biden for the black, black vote. Nigga, who told you that you were in charge of black people? Who said that you were speaking for everybody? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying what he said was wrong, you know, but you can do so much more with all that money and influence that you have, you know, but you only do but so much and it has to come at some sort of advantage or cost for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we need someone who is going to be 100% selfless, that's going to be willing to put their name and their uh, influence on the line as a whole. But we have some less like that, but we need more and they need to come together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's the thing. And if they come together to influence the culture, like you said, the culture needs to be influenced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm gonna give a completely completely different example that has no connection to this at all, but I'm gonna tell you how to change the culture. Okay. Remember when LL Cool J started rocking fubu shit? No. Niggas at first was like, what the fuck is a fubu? Niggas was like, what is that? You know, he had the one pants leg up, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? He kept doing it. He kept wearing it on his TV shows. Right. 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 He kept the pants leg up in all his drinks, all his videos. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Niggas slowly started doing it. That's what I mean by influence. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one aspect of it, you know. You know, he didn't, he didn't stand in front of the world and plead it for people to buy food. But he didn't do that. He just kept wearing it. Right. And people were respecting him and women loved the way he looked so much that he's like, oh man, shit, maybe I need to give me some food. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's what I'm talking about. He literally changed the culture for a little bit. You right. know, yeah, yeah. if more people was on board, not just necessarily food, food is just an object I chose, but it could be anything. You get all these motherfuckers together and really be like, all right, let's do this thing. It could influence the culture. You know what I'm saying? Not just the old heads. You need these youngies too, because these these you, you need you need uh what's the what's the what's the ones that 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 uh be what's the one that's with uh Cardi B? Them youngins. Uh that Joe Buttonhead was battling against. Migos, um, niggas. Migos, yes. You need you need the youngins like Migos, right? You need uh I don't know, some of these other, you know uh, Kodak Black. 
You need Kodak Black? <laughs> Not that no name. There's no hope for Kodak. <laughs> I like all that black though, but nah, but not oh. him. But you, but you know what I'm trying to say. You, you, right. you can't just have the old patriarchs like Diddy and Dre, because the young people ain't gonna be feeling them. So you need everybody to be like, all right, you look, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Look, another quick example, because I know you want to put a bow on this. When Jay Z stopped drinking Cristal. Yeah. You know that was everybody was everybody was trying to drink Cristal back then. Everybody was, right. or I should say, a lot of people was that had they act like they had money. That shit ain't cheap, you know. But then when he came out and said, "Yo, they racist. I ain't drinking this shit no more." Motherfuckers stopped drinking it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? If motherfuckers really come together and be like, hey, "Look, if Beyonce came out and said, you know what? Support a black business tomorrow." Yeah. Every every black woman in the world is, is going to support a black business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we need. And I'm not saying that she doesn't do anything. She does a lot, but we need more to have a bigger and a faster effect on the culture and which will lead to change. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's yeah. where it starts. And, and, you know, and and a lot of that, I lumped in Kevin Hart. I left in, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers. Uh, today, I saw that uh, Denzel Washington took his time today or in wherever he was. I'm not sure where he was, but... The homeless man? Huh? You talking about with the homeless man? There was some altercation with the police officer. He got in... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where that was. I, I assume it's California. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, but yeah, he got in between it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just to show solidarity. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what you do. You know, say if Denzel wasn't dead, that homeless man probably would have been killed. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. Who knows? That's no. that's the type of influence that you that 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 those people have. And I'm not just talking about celebrities, man. I'm not just talking about celebrities. I'm talking about those who have. Influence, man. Those who are leaders, you, you know what I'm saying. Cry? You just cry on the podcast. Were you crying? No, man. No. I, was, I was about to burp. Yeah, I, you know, I want to try to let it go like that and shit. You know what I'm saying? No, so I, I, I know, I know. I just wanted to use it as a as a time for you to be shaky. So, oh, here we go. <laughs> no, no, continue. You're right. You're right. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we need real black leadership. We have it, man. We have tons of black intellectuals. We got tons of black businessmen. We got tons of black doctors. We got, you know, we, we got tons of that shit that, that right. really right. deep down care about the community, man. But it's too many of us are on our own agenda and only looking out for number one. You know what I'm saying? And don't give a damn about the culture. You know what I'm saying? Don't give a damn about people, you know? And you ain't gonna be able to save everybody, of course. You know what I'm saying? But we can have a better impact if everybody comes together seriously. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's a shame. It's a shame that we don't. You know, another side thing real quick. I know you want to put a bone in, but man, we can go All on right. that. No, much. you got it. You got it. You know, there was a notion that uh, black athletes, because they don't get treated too well, right, should start right. their own leagues. Start their own leagues. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me we can't get our own black owners to own teams and start our own league. We, we're the best athletes in, in the top four sports anyway. You know what I'm saying? You mean tell me we couldn't start our own league in, in any one of those? You know? But no, people are scared. They don't want to spend their money because they're afraid they're going to lose it. So, they, you know, they rather, they rather get that, you know, $85 million guaranteed from the NBA or, or from the NFL than start their own league and be treated with respect and dignity. You know what I'm saying? You know, but... I'll break it down even further. Look at the black athlete that that uh, goes to all these Division One schools. 
Mm-hmm. You know, where the schools really don't give a damn about you. They just want you to go out there and run and catch. Right. Whereas you can go to a historically black college university mm-hmm. and have a better experience and be treated with respect. You still get to do, you know, play the game that you love. And if you're good enough, you'll still get to the next level, you know. But why must you go to that D1 school? For what? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, you know, we don't, because we, it's not cool. They, they feel like, like the, the, the HBCUs is a second thought, is a second rate program. Or, or university or, or experience, whatever, and which which it is absolutely not. And that's coming from someone that went to a PWI. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know. So it's like you know, like I preach to my children all the time. You're going to a black college. You're going to a black college. I don't care what you say. You know, uh, after you finish, what? after you finish, you forcing yep, them. You forcing them. Damn right. Goddamn right. They going. They are going to an historically black college or university for their undergrad experience. Once they graduate from undergrad, if they want to um, go to some other school for grad school and do right. whatever, hey, Bob's your uncle. Cool. Do what you want to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but as far as undergrad, you right. will go because, you know. You're going to Howard University. No doubt. You know, if they want. You know, state. Yeah, you know how I feel about Howard. Howard, you know, me and Howard. And, you know, you uh, say that story for another podcast, too, if you want. Right, uh, right. We're veering off big time. But the point is, like, you know, we don't, we don't, we need to come together seriously on all levels. You know what I'm saying? You know, we should, we should all visit black doctors when we're sick. We should go to black dentists if, we, if, we, if our teeth are jacked up. You know what I'm saying? We should be hiring each other to work at these businesses. We should be breaking bread together. We should be combining mm. resources to build. You know what I'm saying? We should be owners of, of apartment buildings and that have black people housed in there. So they get treated better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I, I can go I can go on and on and on and right. on. You know what I'm saying? Instead of us begging somebody else for a job, you know what I'm saying, we should be pulling each other in for gigs. You know, if you got if you're in if you're in the federal government and you're black right. and you see someone on the up and coming that has a, a particular skill set. Bring that brother in. That's what we want to do because that's what they do it. They do it all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? They pull each other in all the time. Asian people pull their money all the time to set up their little businesses. All the time. We don't. You know? Mm. You know? Because traditionally, it's we made it. I made it out. Why can't you? I can't, right, damn right. 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 I seen this thing the other day and it, 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 it was profound, man. And then I'm, then I'm gonna shut up because I have, I, you know, I can do this all night. Um, uh, and this thing is old, but I've seen it a few times, and it finally resonated me, resonated with me um, a couple of days ago when I seen it. Mm-hmm. If I go on social media and I post that I got a new job, right? I'll probably get about three thousand likes within ten minutes. Well, you got a new job? Congratulations, Craig! Craig, you imagine Craig, yep. fucking right. But if I go in there and I post that uh, I created a, a company and I have my own business, you'll hear crickets. Oh, this nigga. Or they'll they'll start doubting what I got. Right. You know what I'm saying? This you know, they'll start questioning it. That. You know what right. I'm saying? Eight. You know. So it's 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 crazy what we do to 
each other, man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna start bringing up examples. I can, like I said, I can do this shit throughout the whole joint. We're gonna have to make a full parter of, of this no, series. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do, I, I do want to preface that because I, you know, I want to make this a two part series. It's sensitive to a lot of people. You know, I polled before I had this talk. You know, Candace was gonna be part of this talk. She but yeah, she didn't want to give her opinion because it's a hot button, hot button issue. Sure, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 really people are really. I had to tell a motherfucker the other day. Some this this fucking guy that I served with in the Marine Corps. I had to tell him the other day. Hey, look, man, now is not the time for you to give your uh your outside opinion. This is not right. the time. Right. These motherfuckers is unstable. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw that post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yo, right. But I told him that before I made that general post. I told oh, okay. him that directly. Okay. I said, this is not the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how you feel about it. You know, I don't want to hear about no black on black crime like we don't already fucking know about that shit. I don't want to fucking hear about none of that dumb shit right now. We're talking about this. And if you're not with this, then keep your opinions to your fucking self. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is a hot button issue. Yeah, man. And most people are, are saying to themselves, do I even deserve an opinion? You know, do I deserve, deserve to chime in? And what I'll say to that is when we start putting in to each other, we're going to see more success. And Absolutely. I, I think that's the overwhelming uh, part of, you know, the powerful part of the podcast. Uh, when we, we start putting more into each other, when we get rid of the excuse, excuses. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, even, even down to the, the small black business owner, when his prices are a little higher than the Asian person, you know, I feel like that's, that's a conversation. Like we need, we need to talk about all that uncomfortable shit because you're going to make a reason why you're not going to black business. Oh, too high. Oh man. They got excuses for days on that shit, man. Right. Oh, their business, their business ethics is not that great. They're lazy and open on time, whatever. I won't hear none of that shit. I, I just need to get me started on that. I just needed to be unapologetically us. Yeah. And I needed to be now because if it's not now, it's not going to span out in 30 years. We're not going to, we're not going to see the change in 30 years. If we start right now and you don't give a shit about what people think about it, we'll make it happen. And I feel like that's the biggest weapon. If, if there's something that I can leave in this podcast that matters is that other people's opinion about what you're doing does not really matter at all. It's the most powerful weapon because we always want to say, oh, this group we're offending, this group we're offending, we're cutting off this dollar, we're cutting off that dollar. Make sure your why is in place. You have a why, and my why is the upward movement of black people, people of color, African American, whatever, whatever you want to put on it. Yeah. If your why is as solid as I want to see us win, black folks, then you know change will happen. Fuck everybody else's opinion on that. Yeah. Don't worry about who your neighbor is giving you an attitude. Who cares? Who cares? Because if, if, you, if you die or if they die, it doesn't matter. And death is the ultimate line for me. Like, death matters so much to me. Like, that's the ultimate thing. So if nobody's dying, 
if nobody's killed, then what does another person's opinion about what you're doing really matter? Right. So the overwhelming theme of this podcast is just to mute other people's opinion. And if you're really for us, if your why is that pure, like you want to see black people lifted to the other level, then operate your life that way. Be that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. Even if it's, you know, the guy you never gave a chance that's outside your job that's slinging hot dogs. It's not really a business, but don't don't go into your mind like that. Just support. Right. Because your why is you want to see us win. So support that guy. Right. So eat those hot dogs. <laughs> Buy right. those hot dogs. It's yeah. as simple as that. I, I, I do it all the time now, man. I do it all the time now, man. Okay. And because, and, and you know, once, I, I, and, and of course, I'm at a different stage in life where it's like a lot, a lot of superficial shit that we all wanted and, and tried to get when we were young and dumb. You know, that shit doesn't matter anymore. It's more about substance, you know what I mean? Because um, I want people to support my business, you know what I mean? So if somebody got a t shirt and, and it has some fucking Af- Afrocentric writing on it, go and buy it. Whether it looks whack or not, we won't buy it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wear it, you know, and then, you know, that's just that, you know what I'm saying? And you I know. think, and I think that's the problem. You know, you can't convince the younger, you can't convince us who were chasing after those Jacob watches. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but that's because, but that's because we were following trends that, and we were being told by those who were popular back then to do that you know what i'm saying that's why that's why when i brought up the, the people that are the influencers right we can't leave off the young ones or the ones that the young people gravitate to because they have a lot of influence too you know what i'm saying we don't want to wait 20 years until they are age to finally get it is, you know that's 20 years wasted hey, it's too yeah Right. But there's no way I'm going to get future to tell people to do anything other than spend. And, and that's true. And you're always going to, in America, we have a saying, there's always the 10, there's always the 15%. You're always going to have that. You know what I'm saying? We're never going to be hundred percent, but that's way better than the 10, 15% that are doing it the right way. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather be 85% positive than only 15% positive. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we could get there. You know, we just need those who are the influencers to to want to get on board, and we need a leader. We need a strong leader, whether it be male or female, you know, to be a strong leader and stand up there. You know what I'm saying? O- o- Obama was the first black president, right? And he had to be perfect. His family had to be perfect. You know right. what I'm saying? They, are you, are you he really couldn't. Did, did you see Michelle? Did you see that? Absolutely, I see it. Absolutely, I watched it. Yep. Okay, all right. And he had to be perfect, and he couldn't. He couldn't, you know, and I even tackled with this myself with him. He couldn't come out and be overly Afrocentric or, or, or overly black, pro-black. They would have slaughtered him. They would have found some reason to get rid of him. He couldn't right. do that. You know, so he, so he had to be as equal as he could possibly be. Yes, he probably could have did more during the second term. I'm not going to argue with anybody if they want to bring right. that up. He, he, did, he you know? didn't do a lot for us, right? You know, right, right. You know, we don't, we don't, we can have the argument at another time. You know what I'm saying? But what that did was set the stage, and it set the stage so when another brother, that Andrew, is, and, Andrew Gillum, oh, oh, 
Come on, Dylan. You said it's back 10 years, Andrew. What are you doing? This nigga. Uh, oh, man. Uh, all right. All right. Different podcast. <laughs> but, I, but I think we're giving that overwhelming note. Yeah. It's there. It just needs to yeah. be more, you know, pronounced. Like, yeah. There. Um, man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of gratitude and thankfulness I have for, for you to uh have this time for me. Um I'm trying to sew it up and I think we're going to give this a part 2 because I feel like there's some kind of hammer coming down for the uh four officers that are involved in this uh yeah, Floyd thing. You know, so I'm I'm making this more of a two-part thing and seeing where it goes. Again, I timestamped it. It's May 28th, 2020. And we're going to see where it goes, right, from here. And we may have yeah. a whole different perspective on the back end because of what's transpired, right? Yep. Man, you know, a, a kid, I really appreciate your time. Every time you, up, man, you, you bring a different side of it. And I thought you would hit my head for, for going at the protesters the way I do like I thought you would like come you know come with your knife out and you know stab me in the neck for saying that uh looting is not the way to go no no maybe maybe when I was younger more angrier you know what I'm saying I, I, I would feel them I would feel them on it but right. you know you, you you have to really look at what the aftermath is going to be you know what I'm saying like like we're already we're already in COVID-19 right. central. Right. And a lot of these uh, manufacturers, a lot of these shipping companies aren't shipping out enough product to these stores anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you're going to tear up the stores that you need. You know, motherfuckers still need toilet paper. Motherfuckers still need blah, blah, right. blah. And right. you're tearing these stores up. Right. Now you definitely ain't getting none of that shit. So I hope you got some during your, you know, <laughs> because if you didn't, you're going to be... For lack of better words, yes, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yes, no. you know, so so that really wasn't smart. And of course, I know brothers weren't thinking that shit through. You know what I'm saying. You know, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, man, I just want to sew a bow on it. I appreciate your time tonight. Yep. You know, um, thanks for going through it with me. And I hope that when this uh, idea is sealed as a complete thought that we have something that people can use to springboard for change. Right. Cause that's what we're looking for. Looking for change, yep. change the current system, change the way we're going as a people, as a black people. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so, man, I, you know, thank you. And I'm going to end it right now, man. All Peace right. And love, man. Peace and love.